Paprika is fine because it's like cooked to death and then made into a powder. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to Isn't It Neat, a podcast where we talk about things we think are neat. My name is Erin and I'm joined by just Caitlin this week. Hello. We've finished reading The Dragon Reborn. Yay. Yay. Which is book three of The Wheel of Time by Robert Jordan. Yep. My favourite so far. Favourite so far, (laughs) yes. Spoilers ahead. So I've read all of The Wheel of Time, but Caitlin's only read the first three books. So this episode will contain spoilers for up to where Caitlin has read. And also we might make reference to season one of the television adaptation on Prime Video. So spoilers through the first three books of The Wheel of Time. Yay! Possibly more because I am, I am writing the book now. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> would just be Which is a joke we will explain in a moment. Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty, so general thoughts about this book. You liked it the best. I did like it the best. Um, it's the one that has the least of special boy in it. <laughs> and I forgot so his far. name. Rand. Yeah, Randall. Okay, Randall. yes. Randall, yeah. <laughs> Randall yes. Um, and no one gets any baths except um, Moraine and the girl. <laughs> Fire <laughs> <laughs> that was a big thing towards the end. You're like, no one gets a bath and Loyal doesn't get to sleep in a bed. Yeah. Like they keep going to places and Loyal is like like special furniture with the special furniture or they've like tried really hard because they don't have stuff for gears, and he just never gets the opportunity to appreciate the <laughs> just gets like, dragged away. Effort. Yeah, it gets dragged <laughs> yeah. away. No one has any baths and Loyal doesn't get to relax in yeah. the way that he deserves. <laughs> now, I can't remember when we started reading this book, but it was a while ago. I think it's been sort of most of this year. I think we started in like January, February. It was roughly a week after we recorded the last one of these. Yes. <laughs> books. Which I can't remember, which is probably when sometime in January or February. Um, but we did begin, there was a prologue. Um, cast your mind back. The oh, prologue was, remind me it was, was in, in the Fortress book. of the Light. So it was the White Cloaks. Was this the one with the guy that's like, yeah, he called himself this, but he's clearly not this, and they said it all the time? The man who called himself Bors? Yes. Yeah. He annoyed me so much. I was like, this guy who's referring to himself as the man who called himself Bors yeah. the entire time, like every yeah. other sentence. That was I'm the like, prologue I hate of this guy. The is this the of... whole book? Is this the person I hate more than Rand? <laughs> so that's the prologue of um, The Great Hunt, which is book two. Okay. Um, and so we kind of follow up with him a whole mm. book later in the prologue of book three. But we start with the Lord Captain Commander of the Children of the Light, or the White Cloaks. His name is Pedro Nile. And he's all, I don't know, talking about politics and stuff. And then Padden Fane visits him. But he has a new name. He called himself Ordeeth. Do you even remember that? No. Yeah. I feel like I sassed him at that point, though. Yeah. Did um, uh, did we see them again at all? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no. <This is> just <laughs> for the prologue. And then Jacob Carradine is the man who calls himself Bors. So this is when it's kind of revealed that that's like maybe make that connection. So this man I still who hate is, him. He's an inquisitor of the Hand of the Light, mm-hmm. um, which is so in the White Cloaks there are the ordinary White Cloaks and then there's the Questioners. Um, 
who put the people to the guy. question and find dark friends and stuff. So Jacob Carradine is is one of those. Um, and he so Pedro Nile tells him to keep find this guy calling himself the Dragon Reborn um, that we saw above Farmer at the end of the last book. Keep him alive. Mm. But then he gets back to his room and there's a Merdral there and the Merdral's like, you must kill Randall Thor. <laughs> so he's like, well, shit. I remember you telling me that and me being like, I still don't like him. Yeah, we're not supposed to like him. Um, but that's that's all we see from them. So I suppose, I don't know, do you think the next prologue of the next book will be checking in with the man who calls himself Bors again? Probably. Uh-huh. Like, if I was reading this instead of being read the, to me, I probably would be skipping these prologues. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I like I get so sassy social. on them. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yes, the dark friend social is very good. But, like, n- not the way that it was written. <laughs> I got, got so really, It's just because off. of how much you heard the man who calls himself Bors. If you are reading yeah, it's it very like, to clearly yourself, not him. you just skim over those words and just be yeah. like, oh, it's a dude, it's a dude. Yeah. It, would, it would be in three pages that my brain turned into, like, a paragraph and a half yeah. tops because yeah. I'm, like, skipping all of that. Yeah, I think um, I realised how much, because of how much I was saying it, I was like, I'm saying yeah. these words a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I also feel like it was an angry day that you read it to me, and I was like, "I'm just going to be just cranky, being cranky." Yeah. <laughs> You're like, "We got to do another one of these fucking books." Yeah. <laughs> Stupid um, Randall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, let's check in with where are they now? So at the end of the last book, everyone was in Farmer for the big boss battle, um, yep. and Rand was injured there, and he he beat Bowserman in the sky with the sword and stuff. Um, yeah. But then and there was we, that terrible romantic nonsense stuff at the end, um, and the the great hunt was doing uh, big huntings yeah. in the skies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the heroes I of the remember. horn were, were hunting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so we we have a bit of a, a time skip here. So that was at the in autumn, I think that. The events happened at Farmer, where we've we've been camping for the winter. So what has happened is that um, the the crew has been taken into the mountains of mist, I guess, near mm-hmm. Farmer, and they've kind of parked there. So um, Rand, Moraine, and Lan, Min, Loyal, Perrin, and the Shinarans camped for the winter there, and it's now the end of the winter. But they also um, we hear that Varen took Nynaeve, Elaine, Egwene, Matt and Huron back to Tarvalon. So they left and they've been travelling back to Tarvalon over the winter. Because Matt's still sick. Yeah, because Matt's still dagger sick. Um, yeah. He's got the dagger now, but he's still sick. Um, so this book, it's called The Dragon Reborn. Let's talk about what the Dragon Reborn's up to. He's stomping around, throwing tantrums in his tents. Yeah, and he's cranky and weird. Doing Doing like weird magics off in the corner by himself. Yeah, like muttering. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So the the camp gets attacked, and Rand is really upset afterwards. Not because the camp was attacked, but because it was attacked, and he's all like, "I will do lightning." No, I won't. Where's the <laughs> lightning? Where's the lightning? I am useless. And so he goes and kind of mopes <laughs> a bit. <laughs> So I saw this in. So do you remember, like a squillion years ago, we went to see um, 
Romeo and Juliet, the ballet, and Tiberian was, like, dying. Um, but he, like, kept not dying for a really long time. Was it Tiberian? Isn't it someone else who dies? I know he... Tyron. The cousin. The, Romeo's cousin gets stabbed yeah. and he's, like, and he has, in the like, ballet, he does a little well, stagger and a dive. he has to do all the choreography to fit yeah, with the music. I, <laughs> the I whole know. song. Yeah, yeah. But in my head, when you're reading this to me, let, uh, Randall's doing a big angst dance about how much upset he is. <laughs> yes. And it takes that long. And it takes that long. And, like, he settles down into, like, an angst pose and then gets back up again and then settles down into another angst pose yeah. and gets back up again. Um, it's very footloose <laughs> yeah. with random dancing. And I imagine that, like, Perrin's off to the side being like, he's just, he's just doing his dances again. To bolt. <laughs> It is Tibalt. Tibalt, yeah, it was a Tibalt. I'm like, Tyrion's not. I'm so oh, bad with Or was it Mercutio? Mercutio stabs the cousin. Doesn't matter, different story. Like, yeah, I'm like, I, I was thinking Mercutio. <laughs> um, so Tibalt dies and Mercutio dies, and one's a cousin on one side, and one, one's a cousin. One's a jet and one's a shark. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and one of them stabs the other one, but it's Romeo's cousin that dies, but he has a very good dance break before yeah, he does. Yeah, big, big death, yeah. But yeah, yeah. the point so of Rand's the story like was yeah. Rand's doing that. Yeah. <laughs> Off in his little, like, secret valley he's found that no one else is allowed to go to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, everyone's kind of, yeah, and the Shinarans are kind of all weird around him because they're like, oh, it's the dragon reborn, and especially Masima. Um mm. Who was that guy? Yeah, like who the hated dance Rand. breaks are okay. He's clearly communing with a higher power in his dance breaks. Yeah, he's not completely insane. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway, Rand runs. Rand runs away. Whoops. Yep. And then we see him. He, uh, we see him sometimes. So Egwene has a few dreams and encounters him, and and I think so does Perrin. And he's all like, eh, like tries to kill them. He's like, not yeah, this again. We get, we get, get far sense. enough through a chapter that like we haven't actually checked in on Rand in a little while, so someone has like a dream and like, yeah, or there's like a, a paragraph point of view. Um, yeah. So you get the feeling that he's not sleeping well, no, at all, <laughs> and he's being plagued by bad dreams or shadow stuff in his dreams and things at one point we see him like kill a bunch of people and he like Mm. makes them kneel in a line and it's and there's like an extra person there that we that we suppose is a gray man um it's a gray man because i write the story now yeah (laughs) and then then and then we kind of just sort of hear stories about him so there's all this stuff where once everyone has arrived in Tia, they keep thinking that they're seeing Rand, but they're like, oh, no, it can't be. But, like, it is. It's Rand. Yeah, because it's the other guys that don't know that he's run away from home. Yeah. Um, and, like, he goes through a town and everyone gets married and then he goes through a town and then there's, like, it's like frogs or bugs or something. Something bad happened in the next town yeah. rather than, like, everyone getting married. Yeah, sometimes so he's things, just like sometimes bad things. He's just, like, flipping coins and being like, is it a good day or a bad day? <laughs> yeah, we don't know. We don't know until it happens. Yeah. Um, so, Rand, yeah, Rand's not really – we don't see him very much. No. Which I think is good. why you probably like this book. <laughs> because – so I don't know if I said this in the last um, recording, but I realised at some point either towards the very end of the last book or the start of this book that Rand isn't a character, which is why I don't like him. He's a MacGuffin. He's mm. there to drive the plot on. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. 
Um, and so like, that's where I was like, oh, okay, no, I, I'm res- like resigning myself to like being okay with this yeah. person here. But then we get through this book and I have a whole new theory yes. <laughs> as to what's going on with um, him. He's still um, a MacGuffin, but he's a fun MacGuffin now. <laughs> yes. Um, and he certainly is. He's kind of the plot driver for Perrin. So yes. Perrin, we get quite a lot of um, point of views from Perrin, which I think you quite like Perrin, don't you? Perrin is a sweet bubby and then they ruined him. Yeah, they ruined him, yeah. So firstly, the, the trollic attack of the camp, um, mm. the wolves come. So the wolves Yay. come to help out and Perrin's talking to the wolves and they call him Young Bull. That's his yep. wolf name and he kind of thinks he's a wolf for a little while. He's like growling and shit, um, which is, is he's big concerned. Got big concerns yeah. about that. He's like, I'm a, I'm a sweet, gentle puppy. I'm not a scary wolf. Yeah, I don't <laughs> Everyone like saw me being this. a scary wolf. I I'm don't want to be friends puppy. with the wolves. Yeah, Who they're cares? bad influences. I'm a gentle lap dog. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so he, Perrin, loyal, Perrin and Loyal leave with Maureen and Lan mm-hmm. to follow Rand. Um, mm-hmm. And Min gets sent to the White Tower to take a message. Yes. And Did we see him in a... again? I don't think so. No, we didn't. Not for the rest yeah, of the Yeah, I think book. they did a ships in the night situation. She's clearly got Satavil on after everyone else bailed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she's probably oh, like man. spitting chips. She's just like, I had to come to <laughs> she really didn't want to go either. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so she's gone. She's kind of like out of the picture. The Shinarans get sent to Geldan. Um, and then we hear some rumors about them later but i think one of the one of the funny scenes especially in light of the tv show is the scene where they're making camp so they make a whole bunch of camps we kind of get like camp montage and town montage with like Karen mm. and and that lot um and Maureen very reasonably keeps asking Perrin to do very reasonable things, but and Perrin's like, he can't reasonably say no, but he's doing all the work and she's not doing any chores. <laughs> so yeah. he's kind of upset about that and he's like, she's manipulating me. Um, but if I if I like complain, then I look unreasonable. Yeah. <laughs> I look like the, the ridiculous one with a temper. <laughs> yeah. And Loyal's like, just do what she says. She's I said I. Yeah. Like and, and- this is clearly where, like, how things should be. Parents like, I don't want to do all the chores all the time. But it, it's so reasonable because they're like, they're like about to break camp, and she's like, I'm just gonna go over there and confer with my gu- my guide in. Um, yeah, like, do the fishing, make our dinner, like, make the camp nice, get the fire going, all of that. Um, I'll be back to help in a minute, and then like, doesn't come back. Yeah, so everything's they done. Do- all the chores. And then as soon as the chores are finished, she's like, hello, I'm here. And he's yeah. like, that's not okay. And she, and he tries to call her out on it. And she's like, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> What's the problem? Yeah. <laughs> Being like incredibly yeah. like ice queen calmness, yeah. which I find incredibly like annoying and frustrating. And I wouldn't talk to that person ever again if yeah. I could avoid it. Sort of I, yeah, so I'm I get totally, I totally get where Parent's coming from, but it is, it's oh, kind yeah. of funny. Um, and then hilarious. at one point, Moraine does some fishing. Oh, uh, yeah, like he, it's the ne- like immediately afterwards, he's like the next day or something, they're like fishing and he's like not having a good time and he's told Loyal about it and Loyal's like, who cares? Like, just relax, we're fishing. And she comes in, she's like, 
how do you do this? <laughs> and no, like, and it's he's not like, easy. you got to, like, yeah. reach under real quiet. It's and, the like, fun part of the chores. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, oh, I've just caught, like, 12 fish and they're, like, 17 times bigger than yours. It's yeah. just easy to <laughs> Gigantic. And, and, like, and I think you point out, because I was like, I think she's probably using the power, like, obviously. Yeah. But then you pointed out that Swan probably taught her to fish. Yeah. 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 Because they married. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and they're best friends and then yeah. But also like Swan would have been like, This is how you fish, this is the technique you use. Mm. And then she would have just like amped it up a smidge with the power. Yeah. Just to show them. And then that's who to... she is. Yeah. So she just like waltzes in and is like, How do you do this thing? And they're like, Oh well there's skill involved and it takes some patience and some time, but you gotta do this and there's not really that much fish here. And then she's like, Whoop, here we go. You can clean them. <laughs> so yeah. It's like fucking fucking Ah. Yeah, like she's like, yeah, look at me pull my weight. And he's just like, fuck's sake. Yeah, now I've got more um, work to do. <laughs> yeah, it's almost as bad as like when you're like in the midst of doing a chore. Like you've got the, the hot waters in the sink with the soap and the dishes and you're scrubbing a plate and someone comes in and says, hey, can you wash the dishes? And you're like, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Not clearly, I can't. said. <laughs> yeah. And like it everyone has like one chore that they're like I don't hate this chore this is the one chore that I don't despise and um if someone walked in was like how do you do it (laughs) and then like did it faster and better and was like okay now you have to do all of the other chores that everyone else hates as well as yourself like I would be really pissed off that's the one fun part is catching the fish (laughs) yes um so the first town we get to um we meet gnome the wolf guy do you remember that bit Oh, because he'd gone too far. He was a man. Yeah, so a man with yellow eyes, just like parents, who's been locked in a cage because he's gone. He's gone. What? What do they say in Tropic Thunder? You went too far. You went full retard. Um, Yeah, but he didn't go full retard. He went wolf boy. Yeah, totally acknowledging that the R word is a bad word. Sorry. We were quoting a movie. (laughs) movie. (laughs) Yeah, that I actually haven't seen. I don't think I've seen it. Um, but I think I want to because it's coming up a lot in conversations and stuff lately and I'm like, I think I want to see this film. Yeah, um, I think it's a uh, nexus of a point in time in the early 2000s. Yeah. That, like, it's not ageing well but it does explain a lot about the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Gnome's gone full wolf. Um, yes. Which concerns Perrin greatly because he's like, I don't want to be like that and that's where I'm headed. Yeah, I'm as a sweet puppy, yeah. not a wild boy. No, he's he's a man. He's a blacksmith man. Um, oh, he's a little lap puppy. Yeah. So to then curl we up get by the fire and be petted. Yeah, we get more sort of town montages. I think the gnome town is the one that where everyone got married. Um, was so it? Was it once before or after? It was around the same time. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of stuff. Um, and then we get, like, a montage of just, like, this town and this town and various things happening. But then there's the town that they arrive in. I think it might be called Jara, or that might be the gnome town. I can't remember. But there's a town. And there's an eye yield in a cage. Mm. Yes. And this is where the saga of no one gets a bath starts. Yes. <laughs> so I think you were, you quite liked this chapter or these chapters. So f- firstly... Yeah. Um, uh, they go there's into the inn and there and there's a girl watching Perrin and he's like, and Perrin's must be like, a dark friend. Yeah. Like why, why would they look at me? me? 
you when there's like an like a pretty lady here and a, and like I don't know, Ogier, like I'm the least interesting of this like group. There's also a whole bunch of hunters for the horn and they've um put the eel in the cage they like caught it and they've got this big tall story and stuff of how Yeah, it like happened. they fought seventeen eels and we caught one of them and it's like that doesn't work. And obviously they've come <laughs> back and recovered their dead. <laughs> we won't be able to find the bodies at all. That's what yeah, they don't do. go looking. Um they're yeah. yeah. <laughs> the eel definitely yeah. worked out like what had and, happened and took the dead away. <laughs> yeah. And um so Perrin's really concerned about stuff. He's also concerned about this girl that's looking for him. So he walks in on Maureen naked. Yeah, she got a bath. Yeah. And it Perrin says, walks in. I think the wording she, is she quickly pulls the like robe that was hanging from her, her shoulders around yeah. her. So either she's just like got I imagine it like, you know, one of those like silk robes that fancy people wear. Mm. But she's just got that hanging open while she brushes her hair. <laughs> just like, Ugh. But yeah. it may just be that like she's literally in like her shift or her underwear. Maybe. And then she pulls I... it shut and Perrin's like, oh, goodness, I saw a lady in her underwear, which is up to the, the neck and down rid- to the wrists and the ankles. Yeah. <laughs> the ridiculous amount of horniness that like continues in this book, she was naked. <laughs> yeah. Um, and and he, so he tells her about this girl that's staring at her and she, and Maureen kind of makes it more awkward. <laughs> She's like, you're, ver- you're a very attractive young man, Perrin. <laughs> He's like, what? Yeah. Maybe the girl was looking at you because you're hot. Yeah. You got <laughs> them about big that. shoulders. Mm. <laughs> their muscles. Yep. You got a tan. Mm. Lovely. Yeah. Sweet baby eyes. Yeah. And he's like, what? Okay. That makes Girls don't look at me because he's still our sweet baby who's yes. going to get married to the sexy prince's not as good sexy brother, but Garwin. much nicer. Garwin. Yeah, that's yeah. your theory. Yeah. Because um, he's gay. Yeah. Yeah. And he has his gay awakening when he re- he releases the Aiel from the cage and the Aiel's name yeah, is Yeah, he goes, he goes and he's like, this isn't right. I'm going to, like, try and sort this out and has a big old chat with this very nice young Aiel who's, like, tall. he keeps noticing is very tall. He's, like, very nice. Like, oh, so nice. <laughs> they introduce each other. It's very civil. Mm. They have a bit of a chat and then some white cloaks appear and Gaul's like, do you dance the spears, Perinibara? He's like, yes. maybe. And then he does. And I think Gaul's like, you dance the spears very well. Mm. And then leaves. And Perrin's like, Ooh. He's totally like, I was checking you out. Yeah. And Perrin's yeah. like, yeah. Oh, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> yeah. And then he turns around and there's that girl again. <laughs> yeah, that girl's watching. And then lands there and lands like, mm. for fuck's sake, for fucking fuck's sake, I haven't had a yeah. fucking bath yet. Yeah. And you've just yeah. ruined everything. <laughs> Now we have to leave. In I a left hurry. you in the inn so you could have a bath. I had an errand to do. I come back expecting to have a bath and I can't because you freed the freaking eel. Go get loyal. And then he goes and gets loyal and loyal's like, look at this bed that they found for me. It's an yeah. Okia bed. And Perrin's like, we Isn't have to it go. Isn't it lovely? I was like, what? He probably gets like this close to being homesick and then like they have to leave. Yeah, <laughs> and like the next time they like calm down for a minute, and he's got like a minute to himself to like start getting homesick. They have to leave again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just really it. funny. It just it made me giggle yeah. that time, and then it kept happening. Yeah. So so they jump on a boat, um, and um, the girl who was watching Perrin follows. So mm-hmm. her real name is Zareen, um, but she wants to be called Fayil. 
which means falcon. Mm-hmm. And before Min left, um, she gave Perrin a viewing. So she said she saw the eye eel in the cage and she also saw two birds, one's a hawk and one's a falcon, on Perrin's shoulder and they're both women. Mm. So the whole time... But stay away from the pretty lady. Yeah, uh, yeah and stay away yeah. from, from the pretty lady, meaning Lanfear, the most She's beautiful woman you've ever seen. <laughs> And then yes. Perrin is like, "Oh, I know this this girl Zarine. She's pretty. She's pretty. Is she the most? Is she the the woman?" <laughs> like, yeah, oh, Perrin. Um, and then there's this little bit of comedy. So she jumps on the boat and is like, "I'll go where he goes," and he's like, mm. "And then he's like, "What's your name?" And she's like, "They call me Mandarb." <laughs> <laughs> he's the horse, <laughs> which is Lan's horse's name. <laughs> So Baron, like, because she's trying to be a real cool hunter for the horn. Mm-hmm. She's like, I'm real cool and I need a cool name to go with it. And so she ends up saying, okay, call me Fayil. It means falcon. And then he's like, shit. No, it doesn't. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. call you Zareen. Yeah. Yeah, no, no one gives themselves a nickname. It's not cool, firstly. Yeah. And secondly, I've had a reading. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not okay. I also, this leads me straight back to my, like, he's gay. Theory. So he's he's seen the nice boy and he's gone, hello, hello. And then he's on this boat with this girl that's flirting at him and being like, yeah, look at me, I'm great, giving herself nicknames. And his only reaction is, one, don't give yourself a nickname, that's dumb. And two, ah, you're like a horse, which is like not something that he would do if he wasn't gay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, so they, they travel to Ilian, um, where they find an inn. And Fayil has a shower, cause she, so they're like, we're, we're going to have dinner in the common room um, in an hour or whatever. And I think Perrin sits and thinks for an hour because that's what yeah, Perrin likes to do. Yeah, he's got to have a sit and think about it. Has or... to have a sit and a think. And he comes down and, and Fayil is the one. So lands off scouting and Maureen's doing stuff and, you know, they're all doing stuff before dinner. Um, but hmm. Zareen or Fayil, she comes down like – smelling of soaps and stuff. So she's yeah. gone, I'm going to have a bath. Straight away, got to have this bath. Yeah. No one else has. They get attacked by grey men. Yeah, yeah. They're sitting down having a lovely dinner and the grey men appear and, like, they also, like, jump up and Loyal grabs a chair. Yeah. <laughs> and then the fight's over and he puts the chair down. He's like, ooh. <laughs> yeah. Perrin, Perrin actually, like, rips a chair leg off a chair. Mm. Um, yeah, and they fight them and stuff. And then they... Um, then Maureen's like, I must go. And she's talking about, you will know if I've died, Lan. You're not allowed to follow mm. me and stuff. Like, there's all this And Lan's like, no, the whole point of the guiding thing is I got with you. Protect you. <laughs> and you can sell me to someone else. That's fine. I don't like it. But I go with you. It's how we do this. And she's yeah. like, no, <laughs> I so, sold you. Yeah. <laughs> awful so she she leaves and they're like walking around the rest of them are walking around outside and um parents sees some like paw prints like giant mm. dog paw prints in the stone he's like That's bad weird. guy dogs i've seen that a few times before but i didn't see anything or anything but like and then that lands like ah an excuse i must tell yes. moraine <laughs> yes so off he off goes. I go. <laughs> <laughs> um and then they come rushing back and they're like, dun, 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 there's a forsaken in charge of Ilian. It's Ooh. Samael. We must leave. <laughs> so knowing, and knowing it's a bath again, except Fayil. Um, mm. 
and Loyal's See, that's like, far. Again? Moraine's had a nice. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even get to sit down and smoke my pipe. Um, Moraine's had a bath, and then Fayul gets a bath a bit later. So the two girls smell better than the boys. <laughs> yeah, by like a long way. Yeah. Um, and poor Loyal just didn't get a chance to sit down and enjoy the situation. He, just, he just wants to read his book and make his notes. So that's yeah. all. Um, so they run away. They leave and they get chased by the dark hounds um, and Perrin does shoot one of them. But then Moraine does this thing where she shoots like a beam of light and they just disappear. Oh, no, not the balefire that they've been talking about. Yeah, that's the balefire. So throughout the whole book, there's all these mentions of this thing called balefire. Um, mm. Moraine does it here. I think we actually see Rand do it at one point. In one of the dream sequences. Yeah, he like, kind of describes it. Um yeah, so Maureen does the bale fire to get rid of the dark hounds because that's the only way. And even though it's not allowed, she's like, it's not allowed to do that. But it's the but only no one way. saw this. Everyone no shut it. your yeah. eyes. Yeah. <laughs> no one saw it. It's fine. Never happened. Um, and so they they go ahead, they go to Tia. Um, where Perrin spends a day blacksmithing, which is nice. Oh. That was just hangs out with a different blacksmith who just like accepts that he's there. He's like, Yeah, cool. Get do some to work and parents like I work. like good honest work. Um and Fayil's like perving on him the whole time. Yeah, and uh, you've started sending me the Yeah, the Todd Draws. Yeah. yeah, so Todd Draws, which is it's at Todd underscore draws, I think, on Twitter. It's an account where he, he does a little cartoon of each chapter. He's working his way through the series and he's like pretty much where we are. Like yeah, which is really very good. convenient. Yeah, because yeah. like we'll read the chapter and then I'll see it pop up and I'm like, oh hey, and then I send, I send Caitlin the the little picture, which is Sometimes really cool. Completely no context. Like we'll be having a, a different conversation and I'll get a it's Matt. And I'm like it's a naked boy. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's just his little bum cheeks. <laughs> yeah, little bum cheeks. Yeah, and I was like, there's context here, and I I'm not gonna know until next time I talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> sort of. So we'll we'll leave the discussion of what happens in Tia to the end once everyone's yep. there for the big boss battle. Um, yeah. So let's let's head over to the Wonder Girls. Yay! Yay. Who are in a different novel. They are doing a, a detective slash heist. Yeah. Novel. And like Rand's <laughs> not really their MacGuffin. They don't really. Oh, they no. Can, no, they don't really at all do things because of Rand. They just yeah sort of. Get mixed up in it, um, and he's kind the Black of like Aja are doing things because of Rand, and they're following the yeah. Black Aja. And yeah. like, there's like, like boring crush saga stuff. Because um, one of the girls is like, "Oh, is Rand gonna be there?" Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Every time. It's like, I wish Elaine. Rand was here. Yeah, Which, he'll um, fix it. Yeah. She actually, I was thinking about that today. The way she's just like, I wish Rand was here. I've seen him for two seconds and I really like him. And then mm. she just thinks about him all the time. It's actually really quite honest. Yeah. Like, it's really actually quite realistic that she's yeah, just it's got a crush on a boy. And she's going to keep doing what she's doing. And she always yeah. does. And she can totally fend for herself. But at the same time, she's like, I'd really like to see him. It would be cool yeah. if he was here with me right now, which is what you do when you have a crush on someone or if you're, like, just starting a relationship and you're, like, you might be at work and you're, like, it would be cool if they walked through the door. You know they're not, yeah. but it's, like, it would be nice. 
give me like yeah. butterflies or something. Yeah. I was like, this is a situation where I can bring them up because <laughs> I just want to yeah. talk about them for a yeah, little I while. To, I just want to say his yeah. name. So the yeah. girls, they, they spent the winter traveling to Tarvalon. Matt's real sick and they're a bit concerned about him. Um, and no one is telling them anything. They're like, it's fine. We'll just get to Tarvalon. And like, he's like gross and dying. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's like it's not being good. dragged behind them on a litter. Yeah. Um, Varen's escorting them and they... Before they get there, they encounter some... So they see Tarvalon, and then there's some white cloaks there. And mm. Varen's like, don't worry, I'll handle it. And she, like, goes up to them, and then Egwene's yeah, like... Yeah, don't talk to them. <laughs> yeah, and they just, they just fuck it up. And Egwene's like, I will not be coloured again. She's got some serious trauma and needs some yeah. therapy. Um, so she, like, explodes the ground um, mm. at their feet, which makes Varen angry. Varen gets angry. Yeah. Yeah, and she gets get real like, cranky. Yeah, um, and then they 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 kind of I think they thought that they would arrive back in Tarvalon and be like, "Yay, we've got the Horn of Elia," um, mm. which they've just like stuffed in a sack and put with Matt. yeah, <laughs> which is the best way to Perfect. hide it, I guess. Just a yeah. beat up horn, it's fine. Um, and they're like, "We've like done these things, and you know, we got snatched away by Black Aja, but we're but we survived." But they get there. And they just get spanked. Yeah, they go put it. They get put in timeout for a minute, and then you're in trouble. <laughs> yeah, and all of the adults are like, "You're in trouble," and they're like, "Um, what? it wasn't our fault." Firstly, and secondly, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, is our friend died? <laughs> it's something I don't really understand. But so Swan. So what's happened is that um, while they were away. Leandrin has arrived back at the tower, but then 13 Black Aja members have, like, killed some people. So mm. I think an Aes Sedai died and some warders, and they stole a bunch of Terangrial. They tried to steal some Angrial, um, but couldn't get into the storeroom, and then they, like, ran off. Um, but Swan's kind of covering it all up, so... Yeah, because we don't talk about the Black Aja. Yeah, we don't talk about the Black Aja. We don't talk about the Black Aja. That doesn't scare <laughs> It doesn't Never mind. <laughs> so they're like, we don't talk about this. Only some people know it was Black Aja, but we're trying to cover up that it even like happened at all, like from the mm. city. Um, so the girls coming back and being like, oh, yeah, we were kidnapped by a Black Aja member, but it's all right, we escaped. They like don't want that to be common knowledge. So then the story is that they ran away, but they've been found and they've been brought back, so they need to be punished. Yeah, and Queen Mummy is, like, fucking furious because she's like, where's my where's my princess? Bring my princess oh, out. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've come Mulgay's for a visit. Got... I want to take my daughter out for coffee. Where's my daughter? <laughs> yeah, yeah, so that's... Um, yeah. But Swan ends up... She dismisses Elaine because she doesn't want to strain relations with um, Andor any further. And she tells Nynaeve and Egwene that she wants them to be the... the, So they're doing the the detectives. Yes. They're hunting the Black Aja, but in secret because it could be anyone. And so they're all paranoid. But then they bring Elaine into it and that's something that Swan's like, well, I knew that would happen, but, you know, I I physically can't lie. So if Morghese comes and says and asks me, I can straight out say I didn't tell her to do it. Like, but whatever, I knew it was going to happen. And so they they almost get killed by a grey man as well. Yeah. Which is all a bit weird. So And she's a witch is there pretending to be someone else. There's a lot going on. Yeah, she's a witch. Lanfear was pretending to be Elsie Grinwell. Um, 
Yeah, but before that, we we get to see Varen's rooms. Oh, yeah. I, I want to decorate like Varen. <laughs> yeah, so she's got very cluttered. There's, like, papers everywhere, and she's got a pet owl that keeps mm. the, the, the mouse, the mice down. And there's all these, like... You know, like skeletons of various creatures and this and that and the other, and Varen's just like in a little hovel and all this stuff. It's very cute. I love her so much. Mm. And she gives Egwene a, a Terangrial, a dream ring Terangrial, um, because um, in the last book it was kind of explained that Egwene might be a dreamer. They're not quite sure though. Mm. And Varen has this ring, but it's not documented anywhere in the White Tower, so she just has it. It belonged to an Aes Sedai called Corian and Nadil, who was alive hundreds of years before, but um, it wasn't, like, put into the catalogue of mm. stuff that the White Tower has, so it's this, like, kind of secret one. But all of the Terangrial that the Black Aja had stolen were last studied by Corian and Nadil. Yeah, um, which is kind of suspicious. It's like, oh, um, and Egwene gets given this ring to like help her see if it'll work. She can go visit Teleranriod in her dreams with this ring, um, and so. But then on her way out of Varen's rooms, she gets Sh- Shirian finds her. Shirian mm-hmm. Sadai, the mistress of novices, finds her and is like, "Ah, I've been looking for you everywhere. You need to come and do your accepted test." And Egwene's like, "Come now? get knackered." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, the na- she's knackered from being spanked and washing dishes yeah. all the all day. Yeah. Um, so she's tired and she's going to get naked. <laughs> yeah, but she she does her accepted test. Yeah. Um which is kind of weird. Like the the rings kind of go a bit weird and they almost lose her and her last vision thing goes on for mm-hmm. a really long time. Mhm. Yeah, do you remember any of it? No, I do remember though cuz she had the um, ring with her and she put it with her clothes and she's like someone's gonna steal this yeah and <laughs> she's what really worried every notes. time yeah all the notes yeah. as well and and then she like does the thing and she's like I'm very serious very adult woman um and then like she comes back and she's just like this little girl <laughs> yeah so I think her past one I've got the book here I can look at it I just always remember hmm. the last one eh. Oh, the first one is 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 a little bit like what we see in the TV show. So she is she's married to Rant, mm. and she's got the baby. Oh yeah, and that's why I was like, this is it's fine. <laughs> I don't care a lot about the thing. And she realizes that it's not a real baby, but she could stay and have the baby. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's so, so she's got the, the baby, which is what we saw in the TV show on in episode eight where Rand is confronting the the man and he's mm. like showing him what he could have. So there's a lot of questions about whether Egwene's accepted test will be like it is in the show. Um so that's the first one. Let me see what the second one is. Do do do. Uh, oh, the second one's weird. She's um She's in the royal palace of Andor in Camelin and it's all like there's like a big battle going on and stuff. It's really bad and she finds Rand and Rand's trapped and he can't – it's something about he can't um, – he can channel because he's he's the dragon and stuff and she knows he can channel and mm. he, he um, if he channels 
to move the rubble to untrap him, he'll go mad, and or they'll have him. He'll be, um, he'll he'll be, uh, he'll be turned to the shadow. Yeah, he's at like one percent hit points before he gets turned. Yeah, <laughs> if he does this, he'll like just tip himself over the edge, and she's like, "I'll fix you. It'll be fine." And he's like, no. Yeah, and he's like, kill me, works. kill me before they get me and stuff. Yeah. And that's when she comes out and she's, so she hears the information about if you get 13 channelers and 13 Merdral channeling into a person, you can turn them to the shadow against their will. And so yeah. she comes out and she's like, Shiriam, what the fuck is this? And Shiriam's like, duh, fuck, how do you know that? Yeah, I'm also, like, this is not the time for questions. This is the time yes, for being but naked. I, yeah, <laughs> this is not the time for questions, but I'm going to give you some exposition right now. And so she does. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the last one is when she's the Armelin seat. Yeah. Um, but she gets deposed. So they come in and they're like deposed and she wakes up and there's like, oh, no, that's when there's the 13 Mergel and 13 Dark Sisters, but she escapes somehow and then she goes back to her like her office and her keeper's there and her keeper was stilled and she's like, oh, no, I've been stilled and they promised that they'd fix me if I like help to depose you and stuff. And she's like, oh, no. Yeah. And then and then she says that she knew that she's never she never held the oath rod, so she's not actually bound by the oaths, which means that yeah. she can do stuff. She's like, I don't know how, and that I'm out on the seat without having held the oath rod. Um, but they've got Rand, and they're going to execute him, and so she like tries to rescue him, and it goes on for like a lot longer than it should have. And I mm-hmm. think she sees the archers, but she doesn't make it through. But then they come again, and she has to do like a big. They're like in the air above the mm-hmm. court where they're holding Rand, so she has to do like a big like Pocahontas leap off the roof through the thing. Mm. Yeah, and it's all very, uh, and then they're like, oh, my gosh, thank goodness that you actually came back. We thought we'd lost you, like the Tarangriel's going nuts. And it's because she had the dream Tarangriel in the same room. They're like, sometimes, the only times I've seen this is when, like, two Tarangriel that are similar are together. And Egwene's like, oh, okay. Mm. Uh, yeah, like gave away the plot. <laughs> Thanks, guys. That was totally my fault. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then she's very upset, and she comes back to Nynaeve's room, and Elaine's there, like bawling her eyes out. And Nynaeve's like, "There, there. I know, I know." And then Egwene sees them and goes, Aah! "So they have a big cry because <laughs> it's a traumatic thing being yeah. tested for the accepted." Um, and then later, so they're kind of on their hunt and stuff, and then that's when uh, Lanfear dis- disguises herself as Elsie Grinwell and leads them to some information, which is kind of a trap that the that the Black Aja members have gone to Tia. I mean, she doesn't lead them. She goes, the Amelin seat says that everything's in this storeroom. Yep. Go. And then, like, fucks off. Yeah, and, and trying try to chase her and, down. Yeah. And, like, talks to she's a witch and then, like, goes, I don't know where she's gone. And everyone's yeah. like, why? It's a <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Why are you wasting time? Let's yeah. go. <laughs> and, um, and then I think it's quite a funny scene. So they're they're um doing their chores in the kitchen and Nynaeve's like turning mm. the spit <laughs> the spit dogs there like having a rest and she's like yeah. turning the spit and the other girls are there as well and the Armelin comes in like on the pretense of inspecting the kitchens but she wants to talk mm. to the girls and she like, gets a bit she needs to get rid of Elaine because Elaine's not actually one of them and so she mm. like shouts at Elaine tells her off and like 
off you go. And, and then Nadine gets real right. No, no uh, Egwene, gets real righteous. Yes. <laughs> it's like, no, she didn't do anything wrong, you bitch. <laughs> like, yeah. ah. And then the is like, and Nynaeve's like, shut up. Yeah. But then the Obviously, like, okay, both of you need to go. She's like, I didn't mean to get yeah. like Egwene caught up in that, but you know, that's her own fault. Yeah. Um, and so they kind of give the intel. And then the Armelin says, okay, you should go to Tia. It's obviously a trap, but you know, it's a trap. I'm like, whatever. There'll be some yeah. money in your rooms. Off you go. Yeah, and off you go. So, and so they do. Um, they end up, they have some adventures. So their their boat gets stuck on something and yes. they're like, no, we're in a hurry and we'll walk there. <laughs> like walk to the next town and get a boat. And they're like, we'll be fine. We can channel. We're like powerful and shit. Because oh, so they're, they're pretending walking. to be full like, uh, Aes Sedai. Yeah, they're pretending to be Aes Sedai, which is mm. kind of against the rules. Um, but, but they never told anyone that they were isolated. They just pretended. Yeah. So they're like dressed up and have the colors and such. And have the ring, wear the ring on the on the finger. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they're they're walking along, and um, thinking that they're all powerful. And then this like Aiel pops up like two feet in front of them, like hey, <laughs> and they're like, <laughs> they're like, where was that hiding? I have a quest for you. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this NPC pops up. It's like, yeah. oh, hello. Um, she wants. She says one of her sisters is injured. Can um, you look like wise ones? Uh, like, I bet you can channel. Can you come and heal her? Yeah, like, this is like, when I started calling them the cousins. Yeah, <laughs> the Aiel are the cousins. These this specific group of Aiel that grow and change um, are. The cousins with a capital T, yeah. a capital C. But the rest of the Aiel are just cousins. Yeah, they're like, just cousins. Not, yeah. Yeah. So so they go, they're like, shit, that Aiel's right. Then they're like, surely that can't be anywhere close enough. And then, <laughs> and then as soon as they're like, oh, yeah, we'll help you out, like 10 more Aiel just pop up like around them yeah. and they're like, what? <laughs> they're so I want this. I wanted to put this into the next season and I want them to just be like, sup. <laughs> Yeah, hey. and have have the the Wonder Girls just be like, oh shit, <laughs> we've gone yeah. into the wrong gang's territory. <laughs> yeah, and then we have this. So Nani like goes over and makes herself angry so she can channel because she's got the block. She can't channel unless she's angry, and she heals this woman. But meanwhile, um, <laughs> Elaine just goes like straight away, hello. I'm Elaine. I'm the daughter heir of Andor. <laughs> like straight up. And like, Egwene and I were like, uh, we're you're supposed to be incognito on a secret mission. <laughs> like, what the yeah, fuck are you doing? Using, like, cover names all week. Like, yeah. how have you forgotten it? <laughs> yeah. And she's like, I know etiquette. <laughs> yeah, she's like, this is etiquette. I've been schooled in the Royal Palace of Andor, and mm. I know all about the Aiel. Tell them your names <laughs> and stuff. The Aiel are totally like, sure, girl. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, but then they get kind of, she gets a little bit more information that she's comfortable with because Bane and Chiad are there. Do you remember Bane and Chiad? Yeah, the wives. Yeah. So they're uh, first sisters, they call themselves. They're like, we'd be made first sisters. And they're like, then we never go anywhere without the other. And they're totally a couple. Hmm. We just ignore they call each other sisters. Strong lesbian energies. Yeah, and then, yep. and then they discuss that like if they were to take a husband, they'd both take the same husband. Like, that's how it works. And Elaine and Egwene, I think it's this is all from Egwene's point of view. Egwene's like, no, I'm uncomfortable with that concept. Yeah, 
But I'm pretty sure Egwene was like, huh. Also, file, file that away potentially, for later. yeah, file that away for later because like multiple people could be married to Randall. Maybe it's a wife and a husband, you know? Yeah. And he, um, Elaine is very like, oh, <laughs> really? <Yeah. laughs> um, we also, we meet, we meet Vane and Chiad and we meet um, Avienda as well. She was, I think, the one that popped up first. Um, and they they heal the the one who got injured, mm-hmm. and then they're like, "All right, cool, see ya later." Mm. Yeah, we got shit to do. Bye. Yeah, and off they go. <laughs> do 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 do, and then they get bopped on the head because they're not invincible, even though they're like got a scare with these eye eel popping up, and they're like, "Hmm." They get like kidnapped by these brigands, these men, who take them to like an old house and there's one guy who's like oh yeah me grandma gave me this like recipe for this herb thing and it'll knock them out real good mm-hmm. and then Nynaeve's like yeah that just helped with our headaches <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> someone didn't listen to grandma yeah. um, and they they end up escaping they they have they're not um like they're able to channel they wake up and they and as they are going to, like, break out, like, a murderer comes to take oh, them. Yeah. And they're like, oh, no, but they're like, we can take it. And, but then all these Aiel kind of come and, and help rescue them. And The then, cousins! Yeah, the cousins come. <laughs> da-da-da! Da-da-da! And they, yeah. Um, yeah, and then the girls kind of finish off the um, murderer for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they're like, okay, yes, we would like an escort, please. <laughs> so yes. that's when we meet Ruark. Ruark's the dragon man. Yes. Yeah. yeah, he's got the tattoo um, yeah. from the end. Yeah, so he's a clan This is chief. also roughly when I started saying that I'm writing the story because I was guessing a lot of the plot points. Yeah, just before it point. started coming. Yeah. That was when we were in Tia with Matt. Um, no, but- it was right before because I was like, it's the cousins. And you're like, who are the cousins? I was like, these guys <laughs> that yeah, are about think, to enter the I scene. Think, I think you thought they were the same Aiel that we saw at the steading. No, because this is when I wasn't explaining who the cousins were very clearly. Yeah. I can't remember the word I yield. If you don't say it to me, I don't remember what it is. So yeah. in my head, they're all they're the, cousins. the cousins. The I yield are the cousins. <laughs> yeah. So it could have been the same girls or it could have been a different set of I yield or it could have been the boy that um, got rescued. Like, Yeah, Gaul. It could have been cage. any of them, but yeah. they're all the cousins. Yeah. <laughs> so I was telling yeah. you the cousins were coming, the I were coming. And then this core group, which later on we find out are the dragon army or whatever they call themselves. Yeah, the people of the dragon. The people of the dragon. Um, They're the cousins, capital T, capital C. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, so they they part ways. So they get uh, like an escort to the next town um, and they get some horses and stuff. And then they stop pretending to be Aes Sedai because they're getting closer to Tia where uh, channeling is not allowed. Um, and they go, they go there, and they find a wise woman, and they stay with her. And there's like some catty bitchiness happening, which I think I understand what Robert Jordan was going for, but at the same time, I find it really annoying. Mm. So what's happening is that Nynaeve is, or was, the wisdom of Emmonsfield, and she was in a position of power, and Egwene was just her apprentice, and she was younger. But now that they're in the tower. 
And Egwene and they're has, at the same level. They're at the same level. So Egwene yeah. and Nynaeve are both accepted and Elaine as well. And so Egwene's kind of like, I don't know, wants to be recognised that she is at the same level, like that she's an equal. But instead of like she's she kind of just like pokes and prods at Nynaeve and disagrees with everything. And so if Nynaeve says we should do something, Egwene's like, no. Like, you should ask me first. Like, I want to be consulted, mm. even if it's, like, a good idea. So but she's not real... phrasing it like that. She's just going, why do you get to pick everything? Yeah. Um, and meanwhile, Nynaeve is, like, her whole wisdom career has been her, like, fighting to to be taken seriously because she's yeah. so young. So as soon as anyone challenges her, she's like, fucking slam that down <laughs> so yeah. they don't get a so foothold because I'm the wisdom. is earned. And yep. justified. She's had to create this persona of as soon as someone questions her, she has to basically go, uh, no, how many times have I proven that I'm right from the beginning? Mm. you got to listen to me or you've got to call yourself to shut mischief. it down straight away yeah. or it'll get away from her. Yeah, so she's still yeah. in that mode. Um, and she and- doesn't need to leave that mode though. Like this is where you and I sort of get an interpretation of the same mm. text slightly different where you're like they're both being sassy. <laughs> yeah, like I think that like Nynaeve doesn't ever take or acknowledge Egwene's struggle but at the same time Egwene doesn't bring it up but then at the same time Egwene's really young so she mm. like doesn't have the experience. Like they're not communicating very well. They're and not I think communicating that goes very both well. ways. But I Long think Egwene term. is kind of the instigator of it yeah. whereas Elaine is just like can see – that the things that Nynaeve says make sense, so she's like, okay, we'll go with that. That's fine. Hmm. So um, the 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 bit that I read into this part of the text is Egwene has gone through an incredibly traumatising uh, situation that she's oh, never yeah. had trauma before, like not like on yeah. this level. So a lot of the aggression and the nonsense that she's doing is misplaced. Um, she's trying to like sort herself out and she mm. can't just trust someone else will be mm. there for her because she's had this circumstance where she couldn't trust anyone else. It was She was on her own basically. Mm. Um, and, yes, they did rescue her but they didn't protect her from the bad stuff that happened. Yeah, she was um, enslaved, which is, a, which is a huge yeah. Yeah, And issue. there's a lot of psychological stuff that, like, yeah. she wouldn't have acknowledged yet and all of that, blah, blah, blah. So she's, she's, she's having this sort of lashing out control nonsense thing Mm. and like the right thing that Nynaeve is doing is Nynaeve hasn't changed her attitude towards her at all she's doing what she would do anyway she's not like talking down at her she's just making the decision because the decision needs to be made and she knows what the answer is so she just goes this is the answer um and like you can see all sides of it yeah Egwene needs to be talked down and realistically it yeah she's a therapy and it needs to come from someone who isn't naive at this point because she's not going to listen to naive yeah like it doesn't matter how right naive is Egwene's just gonna go no um it's like the whole dishes thing are you doing the dishes not anymore (laughs) yeah exactly and like it but in this case um Egwene isn't at the sink with the hot water and the and the soap already she's like Mm. in a completely different room futzing around with something else and mm. Nynaeve is like, hey, I've just unpacked the shopping. Are you going to do the dishes now or 
and like I'll wait to cook dinner until you've done that or are you doing them later in which case I will use the one pot that we still have that's clean sort of thing and Naive's hearing are you doing the dishes she's like yeah I'm doing them (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's like being real sassy and like neither of them are like fully fully correct it's not going to be helpful Mm. but like in the long term Egwene is the one that needs to like yeah yeah I think Egwene's kind of almost most in the wrong like Mm. she's like I understand where she's coming from, but she's not going about about it the best way. And she kind of, I think, towards the end does recognise that she's being a little bit irrational but still can't deal with that. Yeah. So there's hope for her. But, uh, like, I do see that, like, Nynaeve has been the wisdom and mm. she's continuing down that road. But there's going to be, like, she's not the wisdom anymore. She's now an accepted in the White Tower so I think she's going to have to go through some adjustment and some changes as well. Yeah, well, her just whole because thing of their relationship, to... like the way yeah. it works. Yeah, but yeah, at the well, moment the... she's yeah. so she's just behaving as the wisdom of Emmons Field. Yeah, but she but she's still doing the right thing and it's working in the situation. It's just that Egwene has a problem with that and yeah, isn't exactly. able to express that well. And when yeah. they get to Tia and mm-hmm. Nynaeve's like. I'm just going to go in here real quick. Like she doesn't explain it, which is fine. Like that could have, she could have gone like, oh, this is a wise woman. Let's go hang out with her. But she's just like, we're going in here now. And very Aes Sedai, very, um, mm, Maureen. Whatever. Yeah, Maureen. <laughs> <laughs> Maureen was the she's same like, thing, yeah. Yeah. And then like she sits down with this lady and she's like quizzing her on like, um, wise woman stuff Herbs and the other and ladies stuff. like yeah, quizzing her back out, yeah. and they're clearly having a very good professional conversation mm-hmm. and like respecting each other as like someone who's quite good at their craft and like Egwene's like what the fuck are we doing here yeah. <laughs> like in the background yeah. and then and then Elaine slaps Egwene <laughs> yeah like, for fuck's sake but then yeah. also asks um the lady Mother Gwenna, I think her name is, yeah. asks her, like, What like, would you do if you had two friends that were just fighting for no fucking reason? Yeah, Mother Gwenna's <laughs> like, well, this is my I cure. love Mother Gwenna. You pay me. I charge this for men and this for women. And yeah. they come and, and, I, and I, I push their heads in the water barrel. Yeah. <laughs> and they never tell anyone what the cure is because they're too embarrassed. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, they, they, they're they not allowed moment. out until they, like, promise to stop fighting. <laughs> yeah, they work it out between them, yeah. Basically, like, water torture. Like, yeah. behaving again. It's great. Yeah. I love it. I like that moment for Elaine because Elaine's just been, like, trying to keep the peace because she's like, we're on this mm. mission and we've got to do these things and you're both being unreasonable. Yeah. Like, let's just stop doing this. And then, but she identifies that, like, it's Egwene that's really causing the problem here. Like, yeah. if she just went along with it, it would be fine. Like, we're in the right place. We're doing the right things. Like, deal with it. So she just, like, slaps her. But she's, like, still, like, quite good with, like, the peacemaking negotiation stuff. She's, like, pointing out gently to the room that, like, everyone's being a bit of an idiot, even though it's mostly Egwene. And when Egwene pushes it a little too far, she goes, it's you being the idiot. Here's yeah. a slap. <laughs> yeah. It's a but good yeah. moment. It's great. All right. So I think that's enough for now. Join us next week to hear part two of The Dragon Reborn. You can find us on Twitter or Instagram at Isn't It Neat Pod. You can also email us on isn'tneatpod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks for listening. Now go and enjoy something you think is neat. 